Welcome to the Your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby and I'm an empowerment coach to women over 40. I take a stand that it's time for you to take your turn in life. Welcome everybody. I am excited to have yet another friend. I keep saying that because it's the great thing about having a podcast and being in business is there's so many friends to go and grab a chat with. <laughs> so today I have Pam Hamilton on and she is going to be talking to you about playing small and your visibility. I cannot wait to take some of her tips that she's going to share with us. So Pam, welcome and thank you for being here. Please tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, thank you, Shelby. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm pretty happy to be here, and um, I'm I'm an attorney and a business coach, and um, I'm just passionate about helping small business owners get past their stuff so they can grow thriving businesses, create wealth, and make a positive impact in the world. Because I, I, I really believe both of those are important. It's not just about making money; it's about the positive impact you can have in the world. I believe the same, obviously, with my website title, Your Bold Life. <laughs> I definitely feel the same. I have the same passion. That's why when I first, um, well, when we first met, we uh, were both doing a little talk on yeah. Kelly Talks was the first time we met. And it was, it was awesome. It was like she paired us up. And I wonder if she did. We have to hit her up. Uh, because it was just, it was so similar how you are just all about owning your personality and getting out there. I, love that yeah my favorites so mm. visibility should we jump right into visibility sure why not <laughs> <laughs> why why even just pretend that we don't want to talk yeah, about right? that that's <laughs> yeah. why we're here it's why we have the podcast too right yep, <laughs> we'll we get are. out there <laughs> yeah because you know it, it's interesting because you have to figure out if you're going to build a business like especially online nowadays you know, um, people want to build their business online, but they don't want nobody to see them or know who they are or anything else. And, you know, a lot of how businesses uh, become successful is that, you know, the people still buy from people. Even yes. if it's a business, they're buying from people. Yes. And they buy from the people they know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. So if you're not visible, if they can't see you, then why would they buy from you? right? What's, what's, what's in it for them? They're still taking a chance. And so then they're comparing you on price because they don't have anything else to compare you with. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you need to be visible. You need to be out there in your business. You know, yeah. so I, look, know you. I look back at so many years before and I was exactly that. I mean, I can remember back when I did my very first blog and all of a sudden the internet started like more people started getting the internet and I was so paranoid that somebody I knew was going to read my blog. <laughs> I was just like, isn't that the point? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, you know, and it's interesting like that. People want to be hide behind so many different things. But when you look at um, the statistics and you talk about all of the businesses that are started, it's like, within 10 years, 90% of those businesses don't exist anymore. Yeah. In five years, 80% of them are gone mm -hmm. because it just, the business is not visible and the owner is not visible. And 
the more you put yourself out there, the more people are willing to talk with you and share with you and recommend you and refer you. But it only starts when you put yourself out there. And if you are hiding and your business is hiding, how do people even know you exist? Because a lot of those businesses that close, when you start talking about 80% of businesses closing in five years, it's not because the people didn't make good products or didn't have good services most of the time. Most of the time it's because nobody knew they existed. Right. Right. There was no traffic because nobody knew they existed. Oh, for sure. I mean, I can, I've gone through lots of hop, I call them hobby sites now um, (laughs) over the years since I started. And it was definitely one of those things where I did field of dreams, build it and they will come. Right. (laughs) And you know that doesn't happen. (laughs) No, it didn't even happen back in the day when I had amazing SEO and Google sent you traffic. It didn't happen back then. It's sure as hell not going to happen now. (laughs) Exactly. Because you're looking at like millions of new companies and new businesses coming online all the time. And so you're just like this pea in an ocean of peas. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Nobody's going to find you unless you make yourself stand out. Right. Unless you make people know who you are. And you can't do that invisible. No. Um, What are you finding um, when you're working with with your clients? What's what's some of the main reasons, like a a general core reason that they are, are afraid of being more visible? Well, it depends on who they are. Yeah. But a lot of them don't have any self-confidence of themselves. So for some of them, it's about the body self-confidence, right? They don't like their body. They don't like how they look. Mm-hmm. For some of them, it's about, they don't feel like they really have anything to share. It's like, well, I can talk, but everybody's going to already know that information anyway. Oh, it's yes. That's the like worst. I'm, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's not like any, it's not like I'm saying anything special, you know? Yeah. Yep. Everybody already knows that. Yeah. And then, but if they just started talking, they would find out, no, everybody doesn't know that. Mm -hmm. You know, even something simple, like I have a friend that can set up files, right? Really, really well. She can set up your files in your, with paper files in your paper cabinet. And then she can set up your files on your computer Mm -hmm. and all of that works together. And she's like, oh, I'm just setting up files. Anybody can do that. I'm like, yeah. you know, no, no, anybody can't do that. Nope. <laughs> if you like yeah. to look at my computer file system. <laughs> oh, right. And the varied systems on my various computers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's no system talking to each on my laptop or my desktop <laughs> or my phone. There you go. There you go. I agree. Yeah, we, um, we belittle those things that come easy to us. Exactly. And with more visibility that it does let you know that, Hey, nobody does do that. That's, I mean, that's how I found out when I started doing the the bundles and the giveaways. I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, it was easy to me. It's like, yeah, it's whatever. And everybody's like, no, nobody does this. Yeah. And it's not easy. It's a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should tell more people about this. There you go. I can put your bundle packages together because that's right. hard work and it's not easy and it's a lot of different moving parts. Right. But the less I talked about it, then of course nobody knew that it was even a thing. And I didn't know it was a thing either until I did start talking to more people about it. Um, and that was a big reason why I started the podcast for sure. And I know that you've got your brand new podcast too mm -hmm. that yes. you've just started. And it's, I, I, I don't kick myself for not, for not starting it earlier. Uh, but it would have been a good thing if I had started it because yeah. as a talker, this is a natural form. Exactly. And <laughs> that's, and that's my thing. So I, I'm doing building visibility in a podcast. Right. And I should have done this a long time ago because I do talk I, and I love talking. And so it's a natural thing for me to talk on a podcast. Yeah. Um, and so I should have done it. And the thing that I, that I do, like, so I say, don't kick myself, don't kick myself. Yeah. But I had a podcast years ago that I called the Home Biz Coach Podcast. And, and I had it because I was... I was adamant that building a home business was the best way for an individual person to take control of their financial destiny. Mm -hmm. And I still believe that. And now we're actually really moving into that direction. Mm -hmm. But, you know, more, most of the home sales coming up now, people are looking for a home office in their business, in their house that they're going to have. Oh yeah. One of the features. Mm -hmm. um, but at the time I, I built this podcast and I was getting a lot of pushback about home business being network marketing. Which oh yeah. I'm not a network marketing person yeah. at There's all. still pushback with that. Yeah. Yeah. Stigma. There's still pushback on that. And I was helping small business owners build their small business out of their house. Yeah. But people would see home business coach and think network marketing. And I'm like, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. And so I finally let that podcast go. And I didn't start a new one. And I think that's my, my biggest regret is that I should have started, continued that podcast under a different name. Right. And so um, now I got to start all over again because uh, that was many, many years ago now. Um, but I do like podcasting and I think people will get a lot out of it. Well, and the great thing now is you already done it the hard way because that was years ago. So. Yeah. With technology exactly. changing, you are just exactly. you're just gonna be like going through doing it all. It's like, yeah, this is so much better. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when yeah. I look look back to my first websites and I was hand coding, and it's like, oh my god, if we'd had all of this technology back then, mm -hmm. the, I wouldn't have had to shut down some of my stuff because hand coding shopping carts is not fun. Hand coding <laughs> anything is not fun. Anything at all. <laughs> easier <laughs> and i can't even do major coding the, the coding i can do is very basic and it's not fun uh -oh. <laughs> yeah, no. mm -mm. so what are some of the exercises that you do suggest for getting out there a little bit more so the first thing that that i say to people is one be patient and gentle with yourself because it's going to take time like the mind is really, really, really a zealous protector of the status quo. And so change takes time because it's going to fight back. Mm. And 
you have to do it slow enough and in safe enough ways that your mind isn't working against you. Yeah. You know, because that's important. Your mind can be your greatest enemy or your best tool. Oh yeah. yeah. And you want to make it your best tool. So you need to have it working with you. And so like one of the things I use as um, an example of that is like, like I'm, I'm fat and I look in the mirror and I used to just really not like how I looked and I wouldn't want to look in a mirror and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it would just be like, Oh God, ugh, and he, you know, go through mm-hmm. all the emotions. But I finally got to a point I could look in the mirror and I go, okay, this is my body. It's mine. Okay. It's mine. Now I couldn't say anything great and more positive. About that, it's, it's mine. It's my body. And it's Baby mine. My mind, yeah, my mind couldn't refute that. It was yeah. my body and it was mine. You yeah. know? So, my mind couldn't refute that. It was okay. And I finally got to the point where I could look at my body and say, I love me. I love me right now, how I am at this moment. Awesome. But it took a while for me to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you have to be patient and give yourself that time to do it mm-hmm. and not wait till you're slim to do it. Right? Yeah. You can't say, wait, well, I'm going to love myself when I'm slim and muscular. No, love yourself. Right? Because oh, yeah. regardless of what shape your body is in it's still the temple of god it's yeah. still there and so i can remember years ago i wouldn't even change my profile picture yeah because i had gained weight mm-hmm. yeah you know. so you you gotta start there with yeah. something that you and your mind can accept don't go from a ugh to i love myself because your mind's going to tell you all the reasons why you that's not true that's yeah that's very good yeah just the baby step um yeah. I know Lizzo helped me get better with my myself. <laughs> Her songs helped me get a lot better with me being fat. I'm like, all right, if Lizzo can <laughs> sing it at full volume and rock it, I'm okay. <laughs> and then another thing that I tell people to do is just talk about the stuff that they know how to do and love to do with others. Because, and you're not doing it like you're bragging. You're, you're doing it to share knowledge and be helpful because nobody knows what you know and nobody knows what you can do. Mm-hmm. And as you share it, you'll find that no, everybody doesn't know that just like you thought they did. You know, we talked about that a few minutes ago, how you can think everybody knows something because you know it and then you find out, no, they don't. And you get that, you start to get that validation that what you have and what you know is unique because of who you are. Even if it's something other people do, the way you share it and explain it is unique. Exactly, yeah, because you bring, you bring your personality and your exper- life experiences to it. Exactly. So it might be the correct phrasing to make somebody else understand what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. You're the perfect fit for at least one person out there. At least. Exactly. Like some people talk tech speak to you because they're trying to help you do something technical and you're looking at them and you're going, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean. I didn't, I, you know, it's like, it's just not working. Yeah. And you do somebody else and they'll talk tech talk and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. You're just saying it in simple everyday language yeah that you, you will know? understand yeah exactly exactly 
you know, and sometimes that works with people. It's like when I talk about corporations and, and business structure, because I think that's important to a business. I think if you're going to build a business, you need several things and a structure is one of them, even though people don't always believe that. And so I'll talk with them about it. But if you go how most attorneys will talk with you about business structure, you want to go to sleep. <laughs> right. But if I talk about business structures, I'm talking about my son's lizard. And I'm showing you all the things I learned while I was going, exploring to figure out the best lizard for him and how that compares to the business structure world. Nice. Makes the difference. Yeah. Right. You can understand about pets and research. Yes. Even if you don't like lizards. Yeah, you can correlate. <laughs> Versus as soon as you start hearing like corporate words, you're like, uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just tuned you out. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I gotta go to sleep now. It's so funny. The SBA had hired me to do a talk. They have um these business development centers all over the country. And they, I was hired to do a talk at one of the business development centers about the legalities of a business. And we were talking and us, and so I was in the late afternoon part of it where, you know, everybody's already tired because they had yeah. a long day. Yeah. And uh, this woman met me in the hallway and she goes, oh, you're the attorney? And I said, yep. She goes, okay, so I guess I won't be sneaking out since I just now talked to you. And <laughs> but, um, I'm, I'm going to try to stay awake, but I'm not making no promises. <laughs> but then when I started my talk, it, you know, everybody was laughing and sharing and participating. And at the end, she was like, that's the best uh, legal talk I've heard, you know. Right. You got but, so prejudged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, hey, just because I'm an attorney doesn't mean I'm hum not human. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm still human. I still, I still, uh, have you <laughs> right you're not a damn robot <laughs> awesome yeah so that's like the second thing you know so be patient and gentle talk about stuff you know with others and then the next thing is to get visible and that means get on zoom calls put a picture on your social media site so people can see you put a picture on your website so people can see you so they connect you network with others just like be out there despite how nervous it makes, mm -hmm. it makes you, right? So I know when I first um, would start thinking about networking and just one, I was already in pain because my body was messed up. I, I had a crack in my spine and all these different problems happening. And um, I would go out there and I was already nervous and I would be shaking. And my goal was meet three unique people and have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm and figure out something I can do to help them with three people. And that was my goal. So I could be at an event, it didn't matter how big it was, I could keep in my head, I only had to go meet three people because that was how much I could handle, right? right. And I had to work up to the three people at first because you, you have to go out and talk to somebody and say hi and start a conversation. Yeah. And if you're shy and introverted, that could be like so hard, you know, that could be the equivalent of having to wade through hell. Yeah. It's just that hard. And so, but I did it because I wanted to move forward. Mm -hmm. And so I would go and I would 
talk to one person and I would go, you know, da 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 and we would talk and and after a while once you start, then they join in because they're probably a little nervous too. Yeah. And then you have a conversation going. Mm-hmm. And you can ask them about them so they have to do most of the talking. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, just do something. And then if there's really a fit where you can help, give some helpful suggestions. And then they'll remember you. And so I would do that. I go, okay, I got one. And then I go, okay, you got to make one more. And then I do that. And then I go, okay, you got to make one more. It's the last one. I promise. Just go make that one. (laughs) And I would do it. But now, if people see me now, they wouldn't even believe I was shy. Because I come out and I talk. Yeah. And I lead. Because I've been able to do that because I practice stepping out. Yeah. You know, I had to get visible. And only by getting visible was I able to bring more traction to my business and to what I wanted to do. Yeah, now yeah. I'm getting clients all the time um, online. Um, I do my services. My services are still actual my physical work or my coaching calls. But because um, I do physical legal work and I do coaching calls. But I'm moving that so that I can get more and more and more coaching and just doing the legal work as necessary for right. for my clients. But it's something that you have to work toward mm-hmm. and you have to work toward that by being visible, mm-hmm. you know? I know for the networking, one of the major things that I learned is the fact that every single person in the room is feeling just as nervous. And I know that that helped me a lot with yeah. with trying to break out because um, I'm an ambivert. I guess I didn't know for many years that that's a thing. I always called myself an extroverted introvert, <laughs> and that's an ambivert. <laughs> There's a label for everything. So everybody always assumes that I'm just full of confidence and a total extrovert. And it's like, no, I fake that shit. <laughs> just like. <laughs> Just like the next person. Right. I am faking that. Um, but as soon as I did start getting my confidence more by like doing like the first two steps that you were talking about, getting my confidence and knowing that I did have something to start a conversation with, you know, that I knew this is what I was good at. This is what I did. Then that just made it so much easier for me to open up a conversation with somebody at a networking event. So mm-hmm. much easier. And then, like you said, as soon as you do a little spiel and you ask them a question, if they're feeling comfortable, you don't have to talk again, usually. Yeah. Yeah. Once, once you've made them feel comfortable, which I think a lot of people can probably lean into that just a little bit more. It's like, okay, I'm here to make them comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Then so they'll just make them spill comfortable, it. they'll talk. Yep. And, then, <laughs> and, and once they start talking, then it gets really easy for you to figure out, for you to see where you can help and where you can fit in and where it can flow, mm-hmm. you know? Or that if it's not gonna be a fit, yeah. it gets really easy once they're actually talking. Yeah, and I think one big piece that people miss a lot about networking is, is the fact that you're not there just to give a business card. You right. may not have anything to do technically with that person that you had the conversation with ever again. Yep. But if, if you had a good conversation with them, you are in their brain. Yes. And yes. when it pops up, you get this random people saying, hey, so-and-so told me about. <laughs> yeah. And that's the art of networking. Exactly. Like I have at least three clients right now that 
this attorney that I met in court and had a conversation with and we got to talking has sent me, right? Because yeah. I do business stuff. Isn't that amazing? Like court, right? And so it made all the difference to just have this friendly conversation with this guy. And now he sends me, anybody that starts talking to him about business, he sends them to me. Nice. You know? And now anybody that starts talking to me about litigation, I send them to him. <laughs> right. Yep. Vice versa. You're like, all right, I don't want to do that anymore. Here you go. <laughs> I, I didn't do that. No, thank you. <laughs> I will pass this on with love. <laughs> it's all yours. All right. So of course we have to jump into some of the usual questions that I ask. And I already know that you, your major changes were not in your 40s. Mm -hmm. They were in your 50s. So I would love to hear a little bit more about those mindset changes that you had happen. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I was 35 when I had my son. So I was a older mommy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, as I went through growing up with him and changing things, I realized that it was okay. I was going to be myself. I was going to be me without apology. And that folks Ooh, didn't have to. I like that. Like you me. without apology. Yeah. I got to write that down. Didn't have to <laughs> like me. They, that, that was okay. I just expected them to treat me with respect and decency as a human being. That's it. That was my whole thing. And once I got to that, that I could just be me and I didn't have to apologize for who I was. I was good. <laughs> I was golden. Oh my gosh. I just, I absolutely love that. That gave me chills. I love that you without apology. Love that. <laughs> All right. So of course we have talked a few times and worked on some projects together. So I know some of your damnits, but what is one of your damnits? And for all of you, if you're brand new to listening, dammits are those things that make you, you. So there are the personality traits that when you try to change them, like if I try to not be so loud, um, I end up miserable. If I try not to talk so much, I end up miserable. Um, <laughs> those things that make you, you. So Pam, what is at least one of your dammits? Well, okay. See, this is a good one. One of my dammits is don't tell me to shut up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to shut up. <laughs> and anybody that knows me can attest to that. If you yeah. tell me to shut up, I will talk till I turn blue. <laughs> and you will not make me shut up. Don't All tell right. me. I'm going to talk because I have a right to talk. God gave me a mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you are a talker because that's what we were already just talking about. That's why you've got the podcast. I mean, yep. It's just, um, it's one of those things that it's totally you and and now you're absolutely going to use that for your visibility for sure. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, I tend to end up gravitating to people that are like either really big talkers or they're really shy. Mm -hmm. I don't end up with the middle of the road people <laughs> so much. <laughs> it's like the talker so we can all talk together or it's that shy person that's just like, I'm just going to hang on to you and you can do all the talking for me. It's like, all right, come on, girl. <laughs> Gotcha, let's go. <laughs> no problem. All right. Well, this has been awesome, Pam. I'm excited for your new podcast. And everybody, you can check that out in the 
show notes. I will have the links in there for you to go and listen in on her podcast. And her website is buildingvisibility.com. And if you are looking for a business coach, and especially having the legal background on top of it, this is like a twofer. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I can't help myself. The lawyer comes out. Oh, yeah. Working with someone on their business. Oh, for it, sure. Because you've been doing it for, I like guess, quite a few years. years 20, 26, almost 27 years now. Oh, yeah. It's a total piece of you. Totally yeah. part of you. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on here, Pam. I appreciate you coming and having a chat with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me today. Hit subscribe in your favorite platform or sign up on the website to be notified of new episodes each week. I look forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because you deserve life as your best self.